Welcome to the Really Basic Podcast. Basic conversations about basically anything. I am Neon Nation, founder of Really Basic Company, and with me is my cousin, David Nation. Hey, that's me, David Nation, founder of Emergent Cycle, not a cycling company. <laughs> David is all the way in Canada, and I'm all the way in Argentina. Once a week, North meets South. Once a week. We sit down and we have a conversation. Sometimes it's gonna be funny, sometimes maybe not so funny, but we press record and we share it with you guys. Hopefully you enjoy it. Let's do this. <laughs> this podcast is not scripted and may contain grammatical and other errors. One sec, cause I'm trying to like set up my... You hear me now? My mic. Says I like literally just like walked in the in the room. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? Yeah, man, I'm hearing you. Uh-huh. Yeah, as they're as they're like reading something and like last track of the time, I'm gonna say. No man, it's all good. It's all good. I like them. I came in the house like exactly it. Oh wow, fresh trim. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, where, where did I do it? I think I, I cut it. Um, was it Friday? Either Friday or Thursday. Okay. I'm trying to like see if I can go ahead and see her. You do it yourself, right? Yeah, yourself. man, yeah. How long have you been doing that now? When I came to Argentina, I, I was doing it. So like 10 years. And mm-hmm. then... Um, hang on, let me see. Yeah. Yeah. From I came to Argentina, um, I started doing it like 10 years and then I had stopped for a while because I had a friend who would um, who would do would do my cups for me. But then that um, yeah, it was it got too tedious and I just started doing my own own cuts. Okay. Yeah. Just on one level and then line it. Yeah, up yeah. Bef- you know, back in the day when I just came here, like I used to fade my own hair and, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to like do a fade and, you know. And that's a, that's the level I want. I want to get to like, I because I, Brad did this for me, but I want to yeah. get to that level where I'm doing it myself. Cause yeah, yeah. This pand- I want one thing that the pandemic has taught me is like, keep learning and keep doing new things you know yeah 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 yeah. so don't be reliant on others yeah you know like even if you it's not like you're going to be like it's not like you're going to be an island but Mm -hmm. at least you have the skills to to take care of your your most immediate needs and your most immediate um solve your most immediate problems Exactly. exactly so so it's like it's nice to go to the barber and it's nice to get a cut but if you don't have to <laughs> like i i can do my hair in um as little as maybe five to ten minutes <laughs> do a little line up here and there and you know back in the day i would, I would do like probably half an hour you know doing the fade and so forth and getting it fresh you know yeah. using the two mirrors and stuff but takes too long so i just you know one level just buzz it up yeah before i used to do it with like a one so one would mm-hmm. be 
One would be like um, the the lowest level, and then mm-hmm. I started doing with um, with like a two, which is not so low. So um, you know, it still has something. But this is like the quickest way to put to to put myself together presentable. Like I get up in the mornings, I don't have to worry about uh, you know if my hair is combed or anything because it's it's it looks fresh, you know. <laughs> exactly. You know, and I, I, I don't use razor because um, obviously I have very sensitive skin to that. So I just, okay. you know, I use the, the same trimmer to like trim everywhere. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Before, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'll do yeah. the same. Yeah. Yeah. I had like a Philips trimmer back in the day um, mm-hmm. for like beard and stuff, but um, I haven't charged it in a while. So <laughs> I just use it. No, I went out. I went out and um, I got myself. Uh, uh, Andy's, uh, Andy's yeah, yeah, yeah. liner. Yeah. And then yeah. I, I just actually bought a um fast feed, a Asta fast feed. Yeah. To do the to do the um top. So let me see if the what the, the Asta fast feed because I haven't seen that one. I only use I've only like really used two brands before, mostly wall and um and then um gamma, which is like an Italian brand. Aster oh, okay, fast okay. feed. Give me one second. I just want yeah, to man. roll down the blinds because this light is just looking blinding right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that that's <laughs> that's that's outside. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> it's, a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a light show outside. Oh, cool, cool. I forget that you guys are getting closer to summer now. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah. We, so, um... we are coming out of that, and you guys are going in. Yeah. Oh, cool. The North versus South. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The North remembers. Yeah. <laughs> were, you, exactly. were you like a Game of Thrones fan or nope. no? No. Nope. Oh, I only oh. I only watched like the last last season to understand the big fight. Oh. But, like, oh. I tried to start it. Yeah. And cause I, I'm I tried starting it and I watched the first episode over four times. Really? And I just gave up. I will say, yo, you're, there's no way you're going to make it to the end. Yeah. And I gave up on that. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, I was just looking at the Oster. Um, fast feed. Fast feed. Did you get like the red one or a blue yeah, one? Yeah, the red one. The red oh, one. That's, is that like the classical, like. Um, yeah, that's what the classic. Like, like barbershops? Old school. Oh, old school. Original. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> the thing cuts like. Like no tomorrow. I wish it was cordless, but yeah. Um. So so Yo, I remember Sorry. those from like from ever since I was going to barbershops. Yes. Those. <laughs> yeah. It was it was on sale. I got it like. It the, was the deers a, have like but, the, the the removable metal clip ones. You remember the barber would like Mm-mm, take off, put on clip. Oh, so you're talking about the classic seventy six? No. Oh. So the, look up the classic seventy six, and then you'll see. Oster Fast Feed Classic 76. Yeah. Let's see. Classic 76. Oh, well, that was actually the one that was seen in, in front of me right here. Oh, cool. But you you just you got which one? The another red so one. So the fast feed has like the dial on the side that you can adjust the blade length, so the cutting length. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. like the, the like classic the 76. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The classic 76 is just um it's just a removable blade, so yeah, I adjust the level oh, by half of the blade. By like. putting on your blades. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I that is that, that is real skill right there. Yeah, yeah. To fade with that, 
Yeah. Like you have to be a change of blade and know how to blend properly. Like that's yeah, a skill. Yeah. Yo, I remember, man. I remember like the whole the whole going to the barber was like this. It was almost like a ritual. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Every two weeks. I, I tried to go every two weeks, man. Like yeah. coming like seeing how like based on how cheap it was in Jamaica to get cut here, like I actually miss it. Yeah. Like here. How much is it to cut your hair there? Like honestly, honestly, there, I don't know. If you're to I convert think... it back to Jamaican, though. All right, let me see. Um, right now it'd probably be at a one-to-one because of like um the the black market rate for the dollar or the blue rate, which I'll, mm-hmm. I'll get into in like a couple of seconds. So right now it's almost like a one-to-one. If not, it would be like a one-to-two. Um, so like a cut here is um is four hundred pesos maybe like with like um the the guy who cuts you know here and you know black hair and hispanic you know well not hispanic um central american here because like argentines kind of just go for like a simpler classic cut for the most part whereas you know some other central american people you know venezuelans colombians will go for more of the or brazilians will go for like the fade and the more you know stylish cuts the more sucker yeah. kind of cuts you know? exactly <laughs> so, let me see at the original um uh, rate it would be about um let's see it would be about 647 jamaican dollars not bad because like a cut in jamaica can range anywhere from like 500 up it's about 500 dollars right now for a cut in, in jamaica the last time i think it was about 500 dollars all right so let me break some bad news too <laughs> for a cut here in Canada, yeah, you're starting at 25 Canadian, right? Which you multiply that by a hundred. Let's say the dollars at a hundred to one, right? That's twenty five hundred dollar for a haircut before <laughs> tip, right? Oh, you have to tip too, and you have to tip too. And I normally give them, depending on how good the haircut, it go from five to ten dollars. My tip. goodness. So, so it can it can cost you all the way up to like 35. Cause I've paid 000. no, I've paid five thousand, six thousand oh. by here. Oh, oh that's there's this one place, there's this one place that I got to know because I can't go back to my original barber that I, I was going to. Because the right. original barber is close to my office, but mm-hmm. I don't want to travel like 30 minutes by train to get downtown in this climate. Right, so right. I found this barber that was like um like a 15 minute from where my girl lives. Right. And it's like an Italian style barber shop. So they pride themselves on like you're getting a well, you're getting the best cut ever, and the service is amazing. Right. So apparently when I went in there, so I went in there and looked at the price. Um, is this a Filipino kid that cuts me? It's very good. Right. Um I have to make an appointment. I can't just go. You can't just show up. You have to make an appointment. There's a $10 fee for the appointment. What? Right? Then there's a $40 for the cut, (laughs) which is the same cut I was just paying $25 for. Right. So that's already $50. Exactly. Plus there's a $350 for the COVID surcharge. (laughs) And then I have to tip on top of that. Uh, so you might run anywhere from $60 to $70. 70 exactly. Canadian. That's exactly. crazy. 
exactly. Crazy. So when, when every time but I go right, back to so, Jimmy, so, so let's give let's let's put it into con, into perspective though. Like, how much is it for like a meal? Like you'd be spending say anywhere for a decent meal between say twelve to fifteen bucks. Okay, which okay. is twelve hundred fifteen hundred dollars. Okay, okay. I mean, so like I'm a haircut in Jamaica is like five hundred and a meal. You can get meals for like five hundred to a thousand. So, eh. yeah, it's still it's still quite expensive. expensive. <laughs> like no, uh, these guys are like barbers that come here and like. Understand, like I know this other barber that came from Jamaica. Is that a right. younger you around my age? Right. Um, he is doing home cuts. Yeah. And his base rate to come to your house is seventy dollars. Makes sense. <laughs> right. And he yeah. said most of his clients are paying him like ninety dollars. I'm just right. like, what? <laughs> and he yeah. will have like cuts for the whole day. He'll be booked yeah. up. Right. Right. Right, because I have a friend here who does cuts and like he's always booked out. He's always, you know. So, and yo, how much is he charging to come for a home cut? No, well, he doesn't. I don't think he does home cuts, but he does. He does. He makes a good amount of money because he was studying medicine, and then mm-hmm. he, um, you know, he's from Venezuela, and um, <laughs> and then he started to do like cuts, and like he makes a good amount of money out of that. <laughs> I, I, I might just yo don't be surprised like if i if i show up if i move to canada and start cutting here <laughs> <laughs> yo it's a lucrative business trust me sure mm-hmm. once you have your clientele yeah, yeah. people in canada don't play man they're like they're on top of it they, every two weeks they will want their haircut really yeah they don't play it's not like oh you'd wait a month no like yeah I mean, when I, school, when I was in high school, when I was in high school, like haircuts were like every two weeks for most people. Some people every week would like go to the barber. Yeah, like, and there's even like, like I'm saying two weeks is like minimum, but like right, people right. would go like, yeah, yeah. So you'll have the people on the extremes that like, all right, like we need to we need to get my haircut. We need to get my haircut every week. As soon as I hear like like one follicular hair start growing, <laughs> are the fades not looking right? Haircut yeah. time, <laughs> right? yeah. and it's it's better if you know how to cut like all different um types like, of hair. Types of hair, yeah. So, because I remember, I remember my friend like the first time he cut black hair, I think was my hair, and mm-hmm. like I had to like explain to him, you know, how to how to go about doing it, and you know, because it's not the same, um, you know, and like. For me as well, cutting like white hair is a little bit different too. Because I remember when I just came here in like 20, 2011, um, when I just came to Argentina, I was cutting like hair at people, you know, like I lived in a dorm. So I'd, I would cut like people's hair. Um, and it was a little learning curve at first, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But after a while, like you, you get the hang of it, you know um their hair obviously comes off in in bigger faster clumps yeah exactly, exactly. white hair comes off in like bigger faster clumps so you, you have to be careful exactly i know one thing that my, my um barber friend was saying to me like he likes with black hair i don't know because of course of it it's yeah. it's easier to fade right than white hair which is a lot like right because white hair, what here, what with white hair, what you might end up having is like this very sharp line line that yeah. you have to take out the time to like 
you have to very, be very skilled to work on it because like i had a roommate who was like colombian and i would like play this year and stuff like that um but yeah it's out to the learning curve and for some people like you know the first time you know like i had a friend um that you know housemate that um he would go to the barber and the barber would you know supposedly do a fade but there was like this very visible line in his head so i would have to like go in and you know like tweak it <laughs> so it's yeah it's, but line yeah <laughs> but yeah black hair is, is probably much easier to fade mm-hmm. so my connections on yeah yeah no definitely i agree because yeah Hang oh, because was, uh, you're chipping. Yeah, I'm going to see if I relocate. Yeah, like, and I was wondering. I said, Yeah, one sec. I don't know. Maybe this, this router is not that great. Hang on. Okay. How long, yeah. you, how long you have that router? Um, it's a new one. You know, like, I, I got, like, there's this, like, fiber optic service. Um, I'm not like clara i'm not sure if clara is in canada but um no 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 but you know about clara though like yeah i know about clara yeah i remember like i'm not sure if they had if when when did you leave jamaica again i'm trying to remember oh seven oh seven so they were i don't think clara... that time. yeah they were there by that time i think because they were giving out like, it was very, a very small operation yeah they had just come because before that it was my phone not okay, sure because when I left Jamaica, BlackBerry was still a thing. Yeah, man, it was still a thing when I when I left. It was still, yo, BlackBerry was still a thing up to like a couple of years ago. <laughs> yo, I feel like BlackBerry died out like the year after I left. Though, oh <laughs> eight, yeah, BlackBerry died out. No, man, BlackBerry was still a thing until like um, when would it be? 2011, 2012? People are still buying Blackberries. Remember the mm. torch, BlackBerry torch. That's what I had. Slide up. Oh, yeah, that torch. So when I came to Canada, I had the pearl, and then I went from the pearl to the torch. Right. And then that's Yo. where my Blackberry days ended. Yo, I remember when Blackberry was such a status symbol. My goodness. Because you were nothing without Blackberry. You were nothing. You were nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nobody would, I, literally, people would scorn you like, you don't yes. have BBM? Like, what? You don't have BBM? Who are you? <laughs> you don't have a blackberry oh my goodness that was i remember the first time somebody was like you know you know because back then i had i think i had like a smartphone but it was not blackberry i had like a singular um the side um what's it called let me see if i can find it a singular x was it sidewinder no um it was like this very the silver silver phone um and it had windows on it that was a windows phone um mm. but but i remember i had that and um let's see was it xt 105 let me see or 1050 xt 1050 i think it was uh, no it's actually not um let's see Singular Windows phone. <laughs> Let's see what, if I find it that way. But anyways, I had that and, you know, it was one of the first for smartphones. Oh, I just found it. Singular 8525, I think. Okay. Um, or 81, 8125, yeah. 
Singular 8125. I'm not sure if you've ever seen that form before. It's a uh, silver form and it, has a, it slides to the side and has a keyboard. Yes, 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 yes. I've seen this phone. Right. It's like the palm phones. Right. And it had it also had like a um uh a, a stylus with a it. Stylus, too? exactly. And remember back then, you know, if that was like a status symbol too, you have a phone, a stylus, a stylus, you know, exactly a touch screen phone, but it wasn't actually the first. It wasn't one, you know, when the iPhone came out with like the the haptic feed back and you know the the one where you actually use your with the digitizer then um you know that was like a whole new thing but i remember like going back to blackberry man like people were talking about you know send me on bbm or you know ping me on bbm or give me uh what was it bbm id or forget what it was but there was an actual like specific id that you know everybody had yeah, there's BBID or PIN. It was right, those PIN, right? Your PIN, yeah. PIN, yeah, B, yeah, your yeah. PIN. Because how I know it's, it's PIN. PIN because because of Cartel. Cartel has said about the something about um, he has a song called Blackberry and he said PIN in the Blackberry and so. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So um, so yeah, like I remember that and I was like, I actually felt like, oh my goodness, I don't, I don't have anything, no, no PIN. <laughs> <I don't> have, <laughs> Because like back then, you know, back then, like a lot of like the the, the hype girls or a lot of like the in girls, like, you know, they, yes. back then WhatsApp never exists. So you couldn't say, you know, WhatsApp me. It was just, you know, BBM because obviously BBM for, amongst people who use BBM was like free. It was like, you know. Exactly. Exactly. You never have to have real you. credit. And exactly. We're not going to text you. Exactly. <laughs> text or done up your credit. No. Yeah. Can send know? a voice note to be a video to be a picture right, to right. be you know it's just like i remember um there was a time when i think joe rogan was talking about how it's the same thing with like iphones where you know when he sends a message and he sees like the green tick or something like that he's like oh, this person doesn't have an iphone <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know <it's> like <laughs> you know yeah i never i, I, I I never, iPhone was never a thing for me. If I could go back to a day, I would definitely want to go back to the BBM days. BBM man. days? I enjoyed oh. those days. What, you're rocking Android? Yeah, I'm Android right now. What Android. What are you rocking right now? Pixel 5. Oh, nice, nice. I actually had like the, the OG Pixel and like I kind of broke it. Um, so but... I had the Pixel 1 and then mm-hmm. I upgraded to the 3 and then now I'm at the 5. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, but I feel like I may actually switch over to Apple products just because like I use Apple products for like um for work and so forth. So mm-hmm. it's like being a part of the ecosystem may actually just be easier on me, but because <laughs> with the iWatch, the headphones, <laughs> the yeah. whole wearables, that's because like all yeah. right. <laughs> no, but... I mean for me, I could never get into Apple. I don't know why. Like, I had an iPod yeah. touch, but that was the farthest. Yeah. Apple and I went. I remember I had the first iPhone and I've had the first i um iPod touch because I, I would like trade and stuff. I had the OG classic um iPod. I actually wish yo, there are two things. There are two things that I, I would want to get back is a Game Boy color mm-hmm. and um a classic 
um like 128 gigabyte um iPod. Bulky iPod yeah. With black and white, yeah. Yeah, yeah. With just a brick game on it. Yeah. I I I miss that man. I miss like you know just because like yeah you, you can stream and stuff like that, but like sometimes I like to just like know that I'll have something that will hold me for a while without being able to without having to like you know have mm-hmm. data. I mean for you guys or for other people who like or for me right now living here in Argentina data is not really a concern because like you know you, you live in a city area but i mean at some point i may have to go to like some rural areas so you know it's exactly. good to have you can download music obviously on your spotify or whatever but understand like with ipad like you built that catalog it's yeah, personalized your, exactly. to your like exactly exactly right? so if somebody pick it up and like, yo honestly like they can know you're based on like they can get a yeah, grasp yeah. of you based on the music right? yeah to. yeah right yeah. then and there because you it's like you went to search for these music or some people who pay for the music pay for the music and load it up or if you don't right, pirate, right. you pirate, put it there but right. like it's right. just to have it there and then it, yeah. it, it just felt I, I understand the feeling that you're going for because like yeah, I, I can yeah. relate i can relate yeah because like i have i have like i have spotify right um mm-hmm. and yeah, it's cool. You know, if I want to listen to some some old school music or something like, I'll just like put it in, and it's it's right there. You know, mm-hmm. but like knowing that you don't really own the music, you know, is is like that can go away at any point in time. You know, yeah. So that kind of actually today, like I I I started to like try out. Um, I I, I did like a I signed up for like a one month trial of like Tidal. Because mm-hmm. it's actually, yo, services here are actually cheap when it comes down to, like, music. Because, like, Tidal Premium here is about, like, 289 pesos. Mm-hmm. And at the 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 blue rate, uh, again, I'll explain to you what that is. Um, so, 289 divided by 141 is about $2 for Tidal. A month. A month premium wow whereas title in the u.s is about 9.99 or so yeah <laughs> so all right let me explain so in in argentina right there is there is what's called the dollar blue which is like the black market dollar so yeah what is what should be the official dollar and then you have the parallel dollar so because back in well under the socialist government you would have like um, restrictions on um, on foreign currency, buying and selling foreign currency. People would have to go to the informal markets to buy dollars. And then the informal markets would actually put a different price on the dollar. So like, let's say when it just started out, you know, let's say the dollar officially was at four pesos to for a dollar. The informal market was about like eight pesos to a dollar mm-hmm. so you with a dollar at the informal market would actually have you know eight pesos versus four pesos and with those four pesos, pesos obviously mm-hmm. you could also go back and buy official dollars again for four pesos and flip it so it was like it was crazy like a lot of people were <laughs> were just like milking the system and it was it was crazy man it was crazy so at the blue rate, 
it's effectively really cheap to like get services like Spotify and um and Tidal and I'm not sure about Netflix what Netflix is because I actually don't um I don't have Netflix as in I don't pay for it <laughs> okay but okay okay you know because okay. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I don't really have time to sit down and watch it so I just use like um my sister is Netflix but <laughs> exactly like I, for that type of stuff like if you know somebody that has it yeah because that's what i do my um, friends uh wife has amazon prime and i just use yeah. her account yeah right so yeah, if you ever need use... if you ever want if you ever want to use Tidal or spotify like <laughs> i'll mm-hmm. hook you up <laughs> <laughs> i mean cause right now i'm paying for spotify and i mean yeah. it's it's How at 9.99 yeah yeah 9.99 like let, let me not let me let me check to um well, my last payment was for like Spotify, but I think it was like around two dollars. <laughs> and that was and that is for like Spotify Duo, which is like the two-person plan. What because Spotify Duo here was $12.99. Oh, cool, cool. So yeah, so it's actually Spotify Duo. <laughs> and then Spotify family is probably like um it's probably like um Oh, I'm waiting for this thing to go in. So, like Spotify, um, family. I'm not even sure how much that is, but it's still like things here are mad cheap when it com- compares. Like, for example, a hundred megs for you know um, internet for fiber optic is I'm paying like um, let's see, I'm paying twelve hundred, like thirteen hundred pesos um and so that's effectively i'm effectively paying um nine dollars for 100 megs fiber optic effectively what (laughs) and and it's locked into anything and it's locked into like um a 12 month promo so fixed (laughs) wow yeah that is that is insane because yeah. that is insane so for for the person for so the, the the trick about it is with the whole parallel market for people who earn currency outside it's it cost of living is much is like is ridiculously cheap for people who are here it it can be tight depending on on you know where what you work with and you know in, and maybe also um depending on what you're you know you, how, how you spend and so forth so you know it's it's kind of tricky what what is what is difficult though is like if you're thinking about long-term plans like acquiring property and you know a vehicle or stuff that is also more challenging because everything is like fixed to the dollar and people don't mm-hmm. earn in dollars so if if your if your dollar is um if your peso is is 141 pesos to a dollar that's a very steep hill to climb for you you know mm-hmm. so it's yeah that that's the tricky part which you know i wish they could you know get that sorted out but the economy it's is ridiculous <laughs> it's ridiculous <laughs> Whoa, and you say you say it's getting worse or is it uh, well right now 
right now the the dollar is like stabilizing a little bit but the government you know it's uh there's a lot of social plans it's it's a socialist country you know obviously they they aspire to be like canada but mm-hmm. there's a lot of corruption you know and a lot of plans and you know so that doesn't inspire people to work and that's it's crazy man so how's the healthcare there like well healthcare for example healthcare is free um you have government healthcare for whether you're a citizen or resident or tourist like public health is is free and healthcare plans are free compared to other places in the world but obviously like i said again depending on how much you earn you know it may or may not be beneficial but like if you work if like if you know if you are employed you know your company has to um your your company has to to pay for you know healthcare so it's not like you know they don't have a choice they have to they have to put you on healthcare okay. <laughs> so healthcare healthcare for the most part is pretty good pretty decent even public healthcare is pretty good um pretty decent you know and there are there are tons of hospitals especially in my city like over here there's an abundance of of doctors I almost said medicos but there's an abundance of like doctors and an abundance of you know hospitals and stuff so you know pretty decent also yeah. is it is like almost like the same thing that's happening in Jamaica where you is just pumping out a lot no it's actually it's actually actually no real place for these doctors no man it's actually over here here. doctors are bound a lot and that has been the the case for years now it's just like a ton ton of doctors like a doctor is not as you know a doctor in jamaica is god Mm -hmm. a doctor here is just a doctor (laughs) he's not god you know and the the way people view medicine and the way people view healthcare they're way more involved you know and the doctors you know are much more they're not condescending you know they mm-hmm. try to explain to you they you know people are in you know are in control of their health and their healthcare so you know they f- they feel more empowered to ask questions and you know and and to just you know, they they feel more in in charge you know whereas in jamaica it's just like oh the doctor says it's like, okay that's what the doctor said and you know you know there's no two ways about it you know <laughs> they don't really have that god complex <laughs> oh that's good that's good because yeah. that's something that they need to break down in jamaica that these people aren't gods they're human right, beings just right. like us they just they did a lot of school and yes they should be rewarded for the schooling that they did but at the end of the day they you can't expect them to work a miracle right 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 and the thing is like people don't in jamaica you know people don't really question whether doctors are right or wrong no they just take it as gospel they don't research over here people over here people have a good amount of like medical like the common man on the street you know we'll talk to you about some medical terms and like medical stuff and like they have a general idea about you know their their health sickness process you know they 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 have a 
a good enough idea about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, because doctors explain to them and they ask questions and they look up things and, you know, they ask. A lot of them know, like, for example, a lot of them know the drugs to take, you know, farmer, like, it was like, oh, oh, well, you know, you should probably take this or that, you know, because they take drugs so much over here, like pharmaceutical drugs so much that they actually know, oh, yeah, oh, 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 you need to take that drug for, you know, diabetes or, oh, you're on that drug for diabetes or like, yeah, they know a lot about it. Yeah, in they, Jamaica, they say sugar pill, cholesterol yeah. pill. Like, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Know, and they don't even know. They don't even know the name. Exactly. You know? They don't. They don't know about their statins, and they don't know. You about... don't know sugar pill, man. <laughs> <laughs> like there's one universal sugar pill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like it's almost like I, I always like find it funny the, the nonchalance or like the almost lack of care or maybe feeling like the 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 powerlessness that they kind of display a lot of times in jamaica where you know they they'll be like you know how many pills or how many you know how many grams are you supposed to be taking and they're like mm, i don't really know or like they just shrug <laughs> you know like they don't I ask agree. questions they don't follow up and i'm like it's your health enough the doctor is not your owner <laughs> you're not You know? I get, I get, like I'm, I'm coming from a point where I think it's because the, the thought process is I'm paying for this that no, mm-hmm. like if I pay for something I should get mm-hmm. what I pay for right and mm-hmm. these people are supposed to be all knowing about my health so because mm-hmm. I'm paying like I don't really need to ask no mm-hmm. question I just need to come and say oh I don't even need to tell them really how I'm feeling like mm-hmm. they should be able to just run some tests and know how I'm right, feeling right ask questions. Like, but like no, that. you need to go in there and you need to go in there and, and say, all right, if the doctor don't ask the question, then they're not gonna say anything. Right, right. They could be feeling extra pain, but because the doctor never said, Oh, what are you feeling this pain here or mm-hmm, this symptom mm-hmm. here? They're not gonna mention it. Right, right. Yeah. It's almost like they're, the they're afraid, man. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They, they, they don't want it. It's almost like they're afraid that like the bill will get that much more right. in this time. Added right. on things. All right, right. the doctor, I'm gonna start check on more things and right. probably prescribe right. me with a more you know, expensive. You know, you know, it's funny. I was almost, I was, I was thinking a lot along the lines of, you know, they don't want to look like sound like an idiot, but it's true. Like they, they probably don't want to to make the bill run up too high either. Exactly. You know. You know, there is something that I want to like talk to you about, but I don't know if it ever will be something that you'll you'll go into. Mm-hmm. But there's some, or, or at least in this format, because like there's something that like you know I always was always curious about, um, you know. But I, I don't I don't even know. I'm not even sure if I should even like bring it up. I'm I'm wondering if you guess what I'm talking. If you guess death of my parents. Yeah, like no, we can talk about it. I'm right, really cool. open with anybody. All right, to cool. talk about because for the most part, like. You know, like Uncle Colin died when like I was I was a kid. I was probably like nine, ten or so. Like mm-hmm. in 2001, in 2001, I was like nine. I wasn't ten yet because I would have turned ten in in um 2002. And you know, like growing up, I you know understood because like shows was asking me, you know, about Uncle Colin. I was like, you know, Uncle Colin was like my favorite uncle, and you know, like he was my chill and the looks i remember of him you know growing up as a kid was like mad chill 
and she was asking me about him and you know how he died and i was like you know um i i thought you know or thought he had like you know some prostate problems or something like that and but that Dude, that, honestly like I'll, I'll let you finish, yeah. but, uh, but that wasn't what actually killed him like it was fabled that you know he had a heart attack when he went to the hospital because he was he didn't you know he has phobia for hospitals and you know that kind of freaked him out and he had a heart attack that's how i understood it but you know obviously i'm like oh is that really what happened or you know was it like just something that i heard and you know but anyways i'll make you take it away okay so (laughs) my dad my dad was not one for going to the doctor yeah any doctor of any sort like he didn't he didn't he was never big on going to the doctor like since since i know him as my dad and have sense to like understand Mm -hmm. like okay daddy needs to do this daddy needs to do that or i Mm -hmm. need our mommy's doing this for us and Mm -hmm. why is daddy not doing it and like from i had that sense Mm -hmm. my dad has i've never seen my dad say yeah Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go to the doctor Mm -hmm. I know my mom would have conversations and like you want to go to the doctor. Like she had wanted him to go to the dentist to fix his teeth mm-hmm. for the longest while. He didn't want to. He just like mm-hmm. kept putting it out, putting it mm-hmm. out, putting it out. And somehow eventually he went and did it. Mm-hmm. But it was like a thing where like it it was more to appease her. Like he wasn't pleased with it. Right, right. The whole thing. Right. So and I remember like the day um the day of his passing, it was like they called him in from they called him in to work that night. Um well so he was working like long shifts because the plant was closing though. Right. They have and like the annual that we're talking about for yeah. those listening. Windalco, um formerly known as Alcan, mm-hmm. which is those aluminum products. So um yeah, so the 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 night before he passed, he was actually coming. He actually worked really late, so he never came home till like in the morning because mm-hmm. they were doing a shutdown, a plant shutdown. So there's a lot of things that, because he was a lead engineer, he had to make mm-hmm. sure that like his team handled a certain, like make sure that like the caustic soda was drained from vats and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and all the levels were good. Mm-hmm. Um, so he had worked late. I never came home till probably like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uncle Earl dropped him off, which is mm-hmm. his brother. Mm-hmm. And um, he came home, but he brought home the work walkie-talkie with him because apparently operations were still being performed. At mm. the so like while he was sleeping, you, you can't you'd hear like we were sleeping. And randomly, you just hear the walkie-talkie, people talking on the walkie-talkie. Mm. I don't know if mommy found that annoying that she didn't, she didn't exclaim that mm-hmm. any at all. But yeah, the walkie-talkie went off and he didn't pick up. It was just people talking. I just remember like those pieces of that. Mm-hmm. And then, so we woke up the next morning at our own say, we normally get up by like 7.30, 8. Mm-hmm. I know this is a Saturday morning. And... Um, Mom went in the kitchen and made like some tuna sandwiches, like you know the cocktail style tuna sandwiches. Right, right, right. Make it, yeah, man. And so we had that, and he had his cup of tea, and um, then he said um, after that, like mom, like I did have like move the dishes into the kitchen, and then mommy was like washing up the dishes, 
And then he said he wanted to use the washroom, he wanted to use the bathroom. So I said, all right, use the bathroom. And then um, mom and I had finished washing up the dishes. Brian was in his room, I guess, playing something or doing something. Mm -hmm. So I went in and was there um, just with Brian. Mm-hmm. and we're playing and then like so the bathroom door is like literally like just like down the hallway that would be mm-hmm. the bathroom mm-hmm. um and he was just in there for a very long time and like we're what mom was starting to get worried like you boys go check on your father and see if him all right mm-hmm. so i went to, i think it was brand i went up i listened to the door and i just heard like something just never sounded right to say like um Mm. Mm. I was just like, oh, oh something's not right. So then I, I exclaimed to mommy, mommy, this doesn't sound right. Come and check on daddy. Mm-hmm. And then um daddy, um, then uh, mommy went up to the door and um and like and started saying his name, saying his name, and then mm. he didn't, he wasn't responsive. So she opened the door and then she signed there and she was just like, all right, this is time to call like this is not right something is not mm-hmm. right he's not responding mm-hmm. so she had called her neighbor that actually like lived probably like three houses down mm-hmm. and then mr color he, mr color yeah uh-huh. and then he ran up and mm-hmm. then um came in and um because mommy couldn't drive she was panicked at this point right. she was uh, devastated and then um he helped like lift daddy up put him in the back of the l200 Right. And then they rushed him to the hospital. And then um that day I just remember like rain falling, the dog mm-hmm. wouldn't stop howling. Mm-hmm. And then when they got there, like like a we didn't go, it was just mommy, the um uh, Mr. Color and Daddy. Mm-hmm. And um she called us like probably like an hour, hour and a half after that, so saying like, Yeah, your dad not coming home. Mm. And and that is it. And I was just like Damn, I just remember balling, balling, and it's just like that's just a lot, man. Like yeah. so young, yeah. so young, and a lot. How old were you at the time again? So that was two thousand nine. You know what I mean? Like twelve, thirteen. Yeah, yeah, twelve, thirteen, exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, it was just like, man, like, like you just felt like your world just like imploded. Wow at that one point, you know, like this man that I looked up to, like everything, like every single project or any, like everything, all the, every, like everything that started flashing through my mind was just like, man, all my, I set all my, like my schoolwork, <laughs> like he was mm-hmm. like a big part in that, like mm-hmm. him helping me out with like mass homework, every type of homework, like uh, any homework you bring to this man, the man uh, just have, like know the uh, answer, a man have a textbook that you just go and pull out and just right, right. start write out some things and like solve the equation there and it's like right, right. what do you know this like and why do uh, you still know this because he was, was what a, he was what like a civil engineer or yes yes yeah. yes he never actually went to university for it but like he went to trade school or right, they call right. it, like mill writer right. stuff like that and he went through the courses and and got his like i, I would want to say like here like a journeyman or something right, right. what's a journeyman like a journeyman is like a certification that you would give to someone in like 
in that well i i know from like a construction base I, mm. i'm comparing it to like a construction mm. basis where mm-hmm. you go in and you learn like certain trade skills and then you write mm. an exam to say that you understand mm. all the fundamentals that oh, is related to like it's almost like engineering almost like what heart heart trust nt in jamaica would probably be exactly NT, exactly but okay okay cool, exactly cool. so 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 exactly like that and um mm-hmm. he went through that type of schooling and he came out and uh, that's why he started at that at mm-hmm. okay right, right. but Man. yeah going back to the to the, the whole yeah. subject like he did yeah. he was never one to go to the hospital and mm-hmm. every, anything like that and um i remember when they did the, the post-mortem mm-hmm. and um it came back that like yeah he had suffered from a heart attack mm-hmm and it wasn't yeah. one heart attack mm-hmm. they said apparently the day be- the night before he had actually suffered um a mild heart attack mm-hmm. and then the the on the morning he had suffered another one which was even more severe mm-hmm. and that is the one that took him out because mm. like when i did the postman i should see the scars on the heart right and right. i saw two ischemia in there, like, mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah, like, <laughs> like the first one, like they don't know mm-hmm. how, like, no one signed for the right, first one, right, and like, right. they because they said that one definitely would have put you on your knee at least. Right, right. Right. So. Mm. Wow, wow. I remember we were at church, um, like we were at church. We were about to like, um, have lunch. Mm-hmm. Like that, he had preached that day, I think, and we we're at church, and we we're like, I vaguely remember that for some. Yeah, the vaguely. church had like two, two, two churches, like a small church where they actually used for a school, and then the the bigger like church place. And so we we're in the small church because we usually eat lunch at church. Um, for some points, sometimes we'd go home for lunch, but sometimes we'd stay at church to eat with like, you know, people from church, and. I remember, like, I think at that time that he had, like, a Sony Ericsson phone, a black, a gray Sony Ericsson phone, the one that flips down. Mm-hmm. And I think he, you know, he usually doesn't bring his phone to church, but he brought it and, you know, usually not on. It's very, a hard person, usually a hard person to get at that time. Um, but anyways, like, he picked up the phone and we were just waiting and we we're just watching. And I was like, Oh, something bad. And, you know, I think it was Uncle Earl that called him. And, you know, he's not a crier. So, he, you know, he just, you know, composure and said, well, you know, um, to call him past. And, you know, Earl, is that Hargreaves? Or I brought him around to Linda or something like that. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, we went in the my dad had a Chrysler at the time, so right, let's go in the, the van and, and go up to Mandeville. And honestly, yo, like that was the first time like I felt lost. And like I feel like to, to this day, like I still haven't processed it. Like it sounds crazy. It sounds really crazy. I don't know. It sounds crazy because it's not like I spent tons of moments with him as you would have. Mm-hmm. But it was the first time like I was feeling lost and I didn't know I was in like disbelief. I was like, no, he's not gone. You know, like I don't know why. Like, I don't know what sort of attachment I had to him. I don't know why. I have no clue why. 
an attachment mm-hmm. team like that. And, you know, like, I, even to this day, like, right now talking about it, like, it's like my brain is still not, it doesn't really want to process it as, as tough. And, yeah. you know, I remember, like, um, you know, that was that. And I was like, well, you know, um, I guess, like, the cool part about that is, is, I, you know, it's not cool at all, but it's like the cool part about that was that, like, I actually used to get to, like, hang out with you guys a little bit more, you know, planning everything like that. And, you know, we actually spend a little bit more time. We go to that Mandeva more often, you know, um, that he would, you know, go look for Uncle Earl more often. Because, like, growing up, like, we were kind of like the odd ones out, you know, kind of off to one Exactly, side. exactly. Because when we were going to go visit Grandma, like, we'd yeah. always pass and say, yo, okay, Magatis that way. Right, <laughs> so, right. All right. But well, we never end up going back at you. Like, right, right, right. day, if you ask me where you live, I cannot tell you. Exactly, exactly. And after, I don't know what your house looked like. Yeah, yeah. And after, like, after Uncle Colin, like, passed, like, Uncle Earl started to, like, you know, visit more frequently. But, like, the rift was there, you know, for, like, years, you know, amongst, mm. I don't know for what reason, but they were just, like, I, not tight. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know it's, it's among them. So, you know, um, but, I remember, like, after, you know, the, the funeral and stuff like that, and, like, um, I remember Daddy was at home one day, and, like, you know, we're having worship in the morning. Like, we always have morning worship, um, so we're having worship. And, like, he was chill, chill. He hadn't cried, like, from Uncle Colin Pass. He never cried or anything like that. You know, it's, like, you know, normal. And then, like, he just, like, he just, like, broke down, like, in worship and he just like ball like the first time I ever saw my daddy the man was bawling mm-hmm. he was just like bawling like a baby you know it was just like bawling and it was just like it finally like hit him you know it just finally hit him like hard and yeah. I was like damn you know so I mean I, I hopefully like I, I never want to like evoke anything but I was just like curious as to you know what had really gone down because you know who else is going to tell me <laughs> what right? exactly what exactly no yeah. no i mean that's how it went down because it was just yeah. like like and 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 you brought you touched on something like you don't know what to feel or you you don't know like you can't come to groups with it like mm-hmm. i mean that in saying that like it it, it touched a nerve and like it really and truly like how like i'm not questioning like that did like the whole feeling and if like mm. if i actually truly felt it like how mm. like because i would want to say like i felt at that age i don't know if i had fully the understanding of losing mm-hmm. like someone like who yes i know that I, like okay it's not gonna come back but like mm-hmm. you know feeling like uh like all right now that you're more mature and understand that like yo this like Mm-hmm. And looking back at how I felt, I don't think I had felt like, like I don't think the feeling did justice. If that makes mm-hmm. any sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I I remember that time, and it was just like, I feel like with that, I never, I never went past. You know, like they say, grief has like different stages, and like denial is like one of them. I feel like I never came out of denial ever. I just like was stuck in there. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't process the fact that, oh, that's really that. 
you know and like um that's that's my first ever memory of like feeling lost you know like i i to this day i still don't know i don't know why like i felt such a like a huge attachment you know like i have no idea like i remember like when <laughs> when when like shows was pregnant like and we didn't know if we we're gonna have like a, a a son so i was like thinking of names you know cool names and like i had bumped into like the name colin somewhere and i was like oh i call him colin it's like it still hadn't clicked in my head like oh i have a uncle, <laughs> uncle colin. i was like yeah. oh oh um i'm not sure how that's going to turn out so let me not <laughs> yeah because you know? like i sometimes i feel like i wouldn't want like a child to bring the weight of somebody else you know like no i get i understand what you're you know like oh you you're you're bringing the weight of somebody else because you know you're holding this you know, great name and like, <laughs> you know you know so yeah well, uh, to live. big shoes yeah. to feel expectation type. yeah one of the things that i was always curious about was like what did it feel like to to be like all right you're on your own now you know even after your mom passed like what was that like oh my goodness i just like no no time i just felt like no people it's just like you're gonna what no your life is just gonna be a lot of people sorry for you mm-hmm. uh Right, so now you're like that that pity child. Oh man, yeah. pity's father is not there, and like, like that's that's all that's all I really I can say I felt is that people are going to start like, right, pitying the father. I don't, I, I never, I don't think anybody would make a mean joke about that because mm-hmm. there's no need right, to right. make a mean joke about that, but. I will say, like, my my core friends and my friends that I have to this day, they are, like, rally around me. Like, their mm-hmm. friends, like, mm-hmm. those friends and their parents mm-hmm. are, like, rally around me more. And, like, like they became, like, no, like, more than friends. They're now, like, family to me. Like, where I mm-hmm. am, like, calling their parents, like, mom and dad home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rally around. So, like, right, right. That, was, that was, like, the biggest positive mm-hmm. that I can, I can draw from this. Mm-hmm. so and i mean to this day like as i said like i have friends that are like 30 plus years mm-hmm. right that i've known all my life i'm just becoming close and like i can just go to the uh, like i can just call up their mother and be like good i'm coming and yeah. she'll have a room ready and like yeah it's nothing right so, yo life life is so interesting like life is so crazy because like one minute like you're you know go to your room do your dishes whatever and then like all right <laughs> i guess mm-hmm. i guess nobody's gonna tell me what to do now you know exactly easy that's crazy. exactly i mean that level that level of freedom um it, it well i didn't really feel it because i i mean like more i guess mommy became more strict you no know, because you know mm-hmm. had to kind of shoulder that mother and father mm-hmm. um rules so like she became more strict but yeah definitely no he was he was miss big man he was miss big like a lot yeah. of like I, I would attribute a lot of my success like every time i would do something excellent like mm-hmm. he would be that guy that i'd want to run to and tell more than probably yeah. like uh, yeah or i came i aced this test or i did this like it was always to show off to him right right 
Because maybe right? maybe and he was like a big cheerleader for you. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Right. And I, I mean, I looked up to him like he was yeah. my <laughs> my icon, and and I would say like kind of losing that all losing out on him being there like kind of I'm not gonna blame him but like it you know that 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 drive it kind of just said that, that light mm-hmm. he wasn't there because like who are you doing it for like because it was always for me doing it for him it was never doing yeah. it for myself <laughs> it was doing it for him to show him that I'm good in his eyes right 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 it was right. the wrong way to look about it and then probably yeah, and that's where that whole doctor thing, doctor engineer talk came because. Oh, like, you wanted to, to be an engineer for him. for him? Yeah. Oh. That's where this whole thing came about. And yeah, it kind of yeah. just like. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. It just kind of, the put just kind of dropped there. It was just like, do whatever you want to do. No, 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 you have free will on your life. <laughs> you know how. <laughs> You know, you're not confined to just this yeah. vision of making him happy. Your goal is not to make him happy, right? No, your right, goal right. is just to do whatever you wanted to, to make yourself happy. So kind of had to learn that quickly. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Like what my I'm also like curious. Like I like I came to a different country. Um almost almost like on my own terms, right? Mm-hmm. So like I came here to Argentina on my own terms. So we both went to different countries. Um, you moved to to Canada like um, were you like fifteen at the time? Yeah. So that was what? Wait, wait let me go back. Uh, was it oh seven? Oh seven. Yeah, oh seven. So no, twenty twenty one. Yeah. So around that time, yeah, fifteen. 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 Mhm. Right. Um, Wait no, but, no 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 no. I was eighteen. I was you're eighteen. 18. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. eighty nine to 07, 18, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so like obviously you, mo- so you moved to Canada when you were eighteen, and I moved to Argentina when I was eighteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like we both went to different countries around the same time. Like it was just it just clicked in my mind a while ago. Yeah. But we went on different terms. Like I came on my own terms. I'm not sure, like, what was the situation around you going, and I was like wondering to myself. For a better life, it was definitely yeah. my my mom felt like because she was laid off work and there was mm-hmm. no opportunity for her there, so she mm-hmm. was just like, yeah, like time to go. And like her sister mm-hmm. was saying, like, come to Canada. There's so much opportunity. You can mm-hmm. go back to school if you want. You can learn, pick up some kind of skill, and, mm-hmm. and make money in Jamaica, like. There was nothing for her to do mm-hmm. right because at her age like no bank would probably want her at her age like they're mm-hmm. looking for young talent and the skills mm-hmm. that she would have to get because they're now looking for people with computer skills so she would have mm-hmm. to go back to school and learn mm-hmm. like all this stuff so and there wasn't and the cost of doing that in jamaica is really high opposed to coming here it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not it's not that great right so Mm-hmm. it made more sense to come here and then like for us we would be able to mm-hmm. to advance ourselves and have a future so it mm-hmm. made more sense to to come to care mm-hmm. i'm trying to remember if you like if if you went after she passed or before she passed before 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 okay, so cool. it was um so it was june 7th 2007 she we all left so mm-hmm. brian myself 
her boarded that flight. Mm-hmm. I remember it, man. Packing <laughs> up all my belongings and mm-hmm. just saying like eleven cotton tree. It was it was a treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever happened, uh, whatever happened to, to that? Eleven, it's still there. It's still there oh, to this day, man. It 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 it's a pain point that that needs work. It's a pain point that needs work. And that's and that's that story, I, I mean, I, I can't divulge here, but like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, but that's still there, and um, just need to go and um, there's people, there's um, the pastor, ex pastor of our old church is currently living there, okay, okay, oh, so, cool, cool. and he's been there since we left Jamaica, and that's over 14 years now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, so, cool, yeah. I remember the last I remember of there is like the the big front um gate and then like i remember like reese around that time to like uncle earl i think and, you, and your dad had like um installed like the inverter system and i remember like he was showing daddy you know about you know if the current goes off you know within a few seconds like it would switch over you know and i remember no so that came after daddy that was after daddy so that was an oh but wasn't that it around Oh, that was probably that, like, but surely after a year that. or two, year or two after, yeah, no, yeah, probably less than a year, less than a year, yeah, after yeah, because yeah, mommy said she wasn't going to deal with no power cut and just her right, and two right. boys in the house, like. right? Right, right, oh, cool, 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 yeah. So I remember going, I remember going there and you know, um, yeah, like showing, you know, being showed that that stuff. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Uncle Earl was definitely the point man on that one. He worked yeah. with um, getting them yeah, yeah. Clean and put together. Because I, when I would w- visit him, like, whenever I go home, like, when I go to Jamaica, I usually try as much as possible to, like, to see him. So mm-hmm. he would be showing me all his projects and, you know, his renewable energy stuff and, you know, renovations and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he took me last when I was there what 2019 he took yeah. me on the tour. He took yeah, me on the tour but they right. went to two of the different properties. Right, right, right. Showed me the yeah. work going on. And we also stopped by my place and yeah. We did the walk through yeah, yeah. and made notes and yeah. Yeah. Do do you feel like you'll ever um want to like just like put roots there or you're like ah oh, no that's that's a chapter because honestly like I'm, i mean i would have to have a business yeah i'm not going back to jamaica to work for it. anybody yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah nobody I, I, i'm i'm on that same wave i'm on that same wave because like actually we could we could have decided to like take up roots and you know take up put up stump and and go back Mm-hmm. um and and so but it would be like pressing pressing a reset and like going back into a situation of like dependency and stuff like that so we always decided that it was best to keep you know moving forward here you know <laughs> funny enough mm-hmm. like there's before we, we we like reconnected and stuff um you know family members kept asking because we have family who you know live in in canada and family members kept asking you know why why don't you guys go to canada why don't you guys like go you know in the in the tech space and you know you're in the tech space why don't you go to canada like and i think we had entertained the idea like a couple of times like i was like nah nah and then we kind of entertained it because like for me it was more about i kind of like 
temperate zones where you can actually see all the four stages of you know all the four seasons like i actually mm. love you know the snow and i love you know the cold and you know shows doesn't shows like the tropics 100 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't wrong you yeah. i don't wrong you. I, i'm i'm like her it's just that i'm here and i'm making the most of it that's yeah. that's that's it that's me. that's the same thing i say <laughs> but do, when summer comes man spring comes <laughs> yo i'm dying summer dying yeah. like honestly yeah. i've summer's here mm-hmm. i tell this to everybody Knowing my roots, I tell us everybody, summers in Canada are way better than summers in Jamaica. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Like, oh. hands, once you are here and you have, like, assimilated and do everything, like, summers here are ridiculous. Yeah. But, well, for me, personally, yeah. like, I don't want to see Jamaica in the summer. Like, Jamaica doesn't appeal to me in the summer. Jamaica <laughs> appeals to me more at, like... The wind probably like early late in the year, early in the year, but summer yeah. definitely stay in put. Like what? summers here are beautiful. In in what sense? Like break it down to me. There's just there's just so much more to do here. There's yeah. so much more happening here in, in the summertime that it just makes it like like just for me, just very nice. Like it's hot, like yeah, people are out, like yeah, and there's just so many different places you can drive to, like far out and experience and go hiking and go on trails go by waterfalls there's just so many things to mm-hmm. do here in the summertime that like you think you can do all them but you really can't <laughs> you and, know and there's just so much concerts so many new things coming i was and, just you know like obviously i don't know the most about like um about the geography of upso Mm-hmm. of like of canada but um let's see oh there's like a lake that's close by mm-hmm. lake ontario exactly but you guys actually don't by... have a coast though like a real sea coast no no so <laughs> Yo, so when, when lake, people said they're going to lake the beach Huron. here lake huron is like that's massive man yeah damn how much look like to see? <laughs> yeah, you're saying so. People, people say go going to beach here, or just go by the lake, you know, and then yeah. dump sand on it. Yeah, and then when you go in the water, actually, like this thing is like brown, murky water, but like yeah. some point, some oh. points you see clearness. Yeah, but it is freezing because like yeah, yeah. Re- in even in the the height of summer, like it yeah. could be like 20 something degrees out there. You go in this water, you're like, sh- you're shivering. Yeah, it, it's funny. Like over here, um, in my city in Rosario, like, um, the when people say they're going to the beach, at least in the city here, they mean they're going to the river. And because the river is, is a huge river, the Paraná River, it's brown. <laughs> it's <just> not like <laughs> a Jamaican river and um and yeah of course they have sandy beaches and whatever um but it's it's cool but it's like sand that they bring there it's not sand that's existing. honestly i never asked because <laughs> yeah. here it's sand that they bring there like, yeah i think so i think so um but yeah they have like the coast and you know they have the sand 
But I remember like in the summer, it was dreadful. Like over here, the summers are terrible for at least for me. For a lot of people, mm. like it's the best time of the year. People are out, you know, sun, you know, sunbathing and you know, having a warm time. And I'm, you know, pun intended too. And and I'm just nah, nah, I'd rather stay inside and chill. Like it's to me, it's like so I do you have stand. AC in your unit? Um I we were supposed to put in an AC in our unit, but mm-hmm. this summer was actually chill. Um, so I, I haven't gotten around to doing that, but okay, but yeah, I mean, most people, but have... do you think it really means that? Do you really oh, yeah, need or... <laughs> definitely is it like do. Kingston heat in this worse? Summer? It's worse because it goes up to like here, here the heat is like um, anywhere between 37 and 42 degrees Celsius, with and the humidity is like very high, like 90s, 100, so like it you feel it worse than you know if it was so you know because it's, it's dangerous yeah so <laughs> so not people have that's why you have so much hospital within a square mile like <laughs> nah, nah. with churches within that square yeah. mile people just <laughs> like collapse the, the, the people here they actually love that so they they're love, resilient to they the heat love it they love the they love it man they love the the summer and they love going to the beach and they come alive but it's just that I don't so but the funny thing is like coming from Jamaica and like having all those beautiful you know turquoise color beaches and you know I mean ocean and you know like I still I still enjoy the river here as much as it's murky like it feels fresh and like even though it's supposedly like you know grimy and and whatever like (laughs) I I have a I have a good time. I go in and I just take it easy. But you have to be like super careful because like the currents are like mad strong in the river. Like insane. Oh. Yeah. Like how Jamaica beaches are getting now. Yeah. Like especially in Treasure Beach, because like I grew up in you know in St. Elizabeth, obviously, and we, we would Yo, go to Treasure, Treasure Beach. Treasure Beach is getting dangerous. Yeah, man. yeah. Cause like even even our cuz like his his boy like his friend exactly yeah that's what I was gonna bring yeah. up like yeah damn that was when I saw what happened like I don't think they even found him till this day I'm really sure. yeah I'm not sure but I don't think they they found him I thought they did I thought they, they did. did no I thought they did I thought they did I, I swear that they haven't found him till like this day what yeah like, like I thought they found him same day. No, I think like no, not. Oh no, or, or like they, they they did like a search and and his and they recovered his body. They supposedly they found remains or whatever, but they were or something. I'm not sure, but okay. Um, let's see. No, but yeah. it's, it's getting scary at Treasure Beach. Like every time I see my friends that they go to Treasure been Beach, scary. like yo, it's been scary. Yo, please stay on the shore, don't. Yeah, like I, I knew scary. of it being scary, but like, well, no, I, I never knew it was being scary. Like, I like yeah. you'd hear of one off, like, but it was people doing some radical things, just like sounds like this guy was just out there, just like in a yeah. place where say you're up to your neck, and then a riptide yeah. just come and just like, yeah, that pulling me in and just spitting back out, man. It's been crazy because, um. You call it now. When I was a kid growing up, like the waves were mad strong, and people knew that you know it was because we would go surfing and stuff like that. And 
it was it was dangerous. We knew it, you know. Um, but Jeez. I don't think I, I'm I'm looking. I don't think he. Um, I don't, they found it. Don't think they found it. Was found. I'm not sure, but that was that was you know that was. The search followed and body parts believe were discovered a day later, but believed. I don't think they did like a DNA test or whatever, but I remember like the day he he um he went missing. Mm-hmm. I was um we were on that Zoom call for Auntie S for her birthday. And mm-hmm. you know, like our cousin L was like there and you know he was on the call and he went off the call. And the day after I realized that you know, around that same time when we were on the call, it was the same time he had gone missing. And, you know, it's just like, life is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yo. <laughs> Yo, because it was, it was serious. I was just like, you never I couldn't believe. No, I actually never met him. I never met him. I, yeah. You know, the times of like hanging out with Koza. Yeah. yeah. I never but... met him. It was crazy, man, because, you know, it was a fairly young guy, too, like, mad young. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I think it's probably, like, your age. I don't think he was, like, as old as, as or cause. As cause? Like, no, I don't think so. I think he was much younger or quite young. And I'm, I just know that, like, he had a, like, bright future, like. Yeah, yeah. Just starting up something and, like, yeah. running with it, and it was running well, and I was just, like. Yeah. But like life doesn't respect, right? Life doesn't respect your plants. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. You know, definitely not. You yeah. could be on like you could be on a wave. You could be on a vibe right now, and life is like, all right, peace. You yeah. Know? So yeah, it's yeah. like you know, I'm always like, people at work would like laugh at me because I'd be you know. I would be saying like, you know, why am I going to be worrying? Because like, I'm not sure if I'm going to walk outside and like get run over by a bus. And it became like, it became like a thing that they would say like, oh, yeah, don't worry. You know, you might just get run over by a bus. You know, they they would use it like as a punchline. <laughs> yeah, there's there's an older gentleman in my office that would always say that to me. You know, you know, it's like always he was like a project, a team leader, and he was always say that to me like, you don't know what may happen. So like. He would always tell me to like put like the ex put all the put all the necessary information in the mm-hmm. email. So because mm-hmm. you don't know, especially if you're communicating someone how to do something, mm-hmm. don't leave any guesses because you don't know what might happen when you walk out this door. A bus might run you over. And like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. And that was his play by play, and it just stuck with me every 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 day. Like it just stuck with me. Right. And in communication, I like frustrating. I'm communicating with like co-workers i try not to i try to fill in as much gaps so if i say it once then i'll probably go over it again and see if i can add more to it because i just don't want them to have any misunderstanding in case mm-hmm. i'm not back there tomorrow so right right yeah i definitely i definitely echo that because for sure <laughs> for sure yeah i mean like Obviously, at some at a later date as well, like on on that similar note, like I'd it'll be cool to like figure out what what it was like, you know, moving to a different country, 
you know mm-hmm. and like what was what life was like adapting and and stuff like that you know yeah i definitely have some <laughs> i think i have good material and uh, my... <laughs> definitely some funny stories there to be sure yeah and we still have that costa rica story that you were talking about like, yeah and the still the have month. a costa rica story i don't know if we should do it like time box it by events now that we we kind of said that we want to talk about um, moving to canada yeah i we feel like to go to yeah I feel like the next one, the next one we can like we can do you know, like moving to Canada. Um and like we can we can do the Costa Rica one like you know sometime after that. You know. Okay. <laughs> that sounds but, good. That sounds good. Yeah, but you know, I, I hope like I never I never stirred up like too much, you know, because obviously I'm just curious and you know kind of wanted to like put some put some some perspective to that you know because mm-hmm. i mean was, it, it, there's yeah. there's nothing at the end that goes by i don't think of them yeah so so i mean it's always like it's always something like i've i've reached a point where i'm open to talk about it and i mean mm-hmm. i leave it up to the person that i'm telling the story to how you want to feel by this story but like i'm gonna mm-hmm. tell it like you'll right. see me smile through the story you'll see me probably like break character and feel like a certain way but like mm-hmm. that's there's moments of the story to be happy there's moments to be really sad right and there's moments that you're just like what the hell is he saying like, right, just, right. like how i'm gonna tell it there's gonna be like right right all these moments captured yeah. i always say like i always said to like my my former colleagues at work i would like i would talk about like the irony because like when i would talk about my own potential demise i would say it like laughingly you know mm-hmm. because to me like there's some sort of irony and humor in the irony of one's demise you know like we're here making all this like you know this fuss about this and that and then like we're not even sure you know when we're going to check out and it's just exactly like... <laughs> and, and 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 losing them is has taught me that like we can we can plan 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 mm-hmm. plan plan mm-hmm. but this is this this is the instant because yeah. like yeah dude death only takes like a second exactly and then, like you could be like especially when it comes on to like accidents you know like it's like a second in a split second like that's it split yeah split second. i remember like once like we were coming out of a bus um a friend of mine um uh, myself and we're going to like the supermarket and a bike just like just like swooshed past and like bumped him on the arm like knocked him on the arm or on the elbow like the the the, the handle of the bike and like he fell to the ground or something like that. And like his hand was sore for like a while. And two seconds earlier, like stepping out two seconds earlier could have been like his demise. And we were just like, I saw that coming. Like, you know, you've I'm not sure if you ever experienced it where like you see death pass by, just like just go by. You're like, no, I mean, like how one I second, like one second. Like, I was like, yo, I saw you die. I saw it. I just saw, like, two yeah, seconds that... ago, like, two seconds ago, I saw it coming for you. 
and you feel it like yo you just missed it by like the skin of your teeth you know yeah yeah you were saying no, like, i've never wit- i've never witnessed it like that i've witnessed mm-hmm. it more like i was supposed to go somewhere mm-hmm. and i just never ended up going mm-hmm. and glad i didn't end up going because something bad would have happened right right no man like i for example you know like we have an uncle that that you know like he had like a very early demise and mm-hmm. like um i think like i think your dad got injured in that same event yes 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 and the same thing almost happened to me when i was a kid like i i was like in the back of a truck with like some water tanks and i was um you know like the scene i saw my life flash before me or, or whatever yeah and like the tanks were were going up a hill and there was like this bump and the tanks jolted from what was tying them and they like swooshed past me and hit the tailgate of the truck and i was just like this like two seconds away like tanks filled with water just like brushed past my face it would have like slammed me against the tailgate and that would have been it. like in two seconds i would be gone like i felt death like i felt dead i was like oh i was i'm dead like i i'm i don't know how to explain it to you but it's crazy like and i've seen stuff like that before like i've seen just like two seconds like it would just be like a second and you know it would be something else crazy mm-hmm. crazy like you can feel like the the almost like your stomach come up into your chest like you can feel like here i don't know how to describe it. it's crazy yeah no that that sounds that sounds really weird because i'm like trying to envision it and that what you're saying and try to to see if there was ever a time where i felt that right and i've never even though like i've been in some like crazy scenarios yeah. where like I should have. There's a chance that a feeling like that should have come. Right. I still can't. I put that moment mm-hmm. to what you're describing. All right. Let me see if, if I can bring it into that mind. Um. Have you ever like met in an accident before? Like a small oh. fender bender, not like a serious accident. Uh, a small fender bender. Like, was it mm-hmm. something that like, like, I run in the back of somebody? Are you running? Or was it something that and it you just saw like a somebody? minor dent? No, because I wasn't paying attention. All right. So that moment when when it happened, like, how did you feel in that moment? Like my heart, my heart was like a sinking feeling. Like, right. Like, shoot, I'm caught. No, like this man, like I'm definitely in the wrong. Any rear end, like anytime rear end anyone, you're right. you're automatically in the wrong. Right, right. So it's all right. The next other the other feeling, you know, like those scenes in movies where like the person is driving along and you know they get blindsided and you're like that feeling in your chest when like mm, the car runs into them from the side and you're like <gasps> yeah yeah, you know? yeah yeah that's probably the closest i can describe that feeling where you're just like oh, too late for you to change it it's already gone and you know that like oh, my goodness i can't do anything about this that's how it feels like you feel doom coming to you like and there's no way to stop it it's like a very dreadful feeling and mm. it's 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 crazy man like i've been in a bunch of those situations like imagine imagine like standing on the side of a, a road and stepping two steps forward and like an ac unit just falls down right where you were standing 
like a second and you feel it brush your shirt. Just imagine Yo, that. Honestly, because that, that sounds scary. Like, I, can't, I, I can't even follow how scary that sounds. It's just yeah. like... I've been, I've been in like a couple just... of those in, in my life. Like a couple of those were like just like near fatal moments. Whereas like two seconds and it was certain. No, certain no. Like, <laughs> the, the most vivid one that I can remember that involved mommy and daddy and one of their friends. Mm-hmm. That was driving um the pickup. Mm-hmm. This was a pickup had its first accident. Right. Someone slammed into the side of the pickup. Mm-hmm. And mommy and daddy were in it. They're, I guess they were going to Kingston for, for one of their friends' funeral. Mm-hmm. And they had dropped us off, Brian and I, at um their at our aunts and uncles mm-hmm. on like my mom's side. Mm-hmm. And like just to come back and hear, like, yo, they got in like big accident in mm-hmm. kingston and i was just like what you almost lost your parents i'm just like mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. and it's like look like luckily like the most of the impact was like on the um most to the tail end to the tailgate mm-hmm. rather than like, to the actual passenger mm-hmm. cabin and like, mm-hmm. just like, what right so that was just like your L two hundred had like this the the space cab, right? It's, it had the, the double cab, double cab, yeah, yeah, double cab, yeah. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're saying it was like moments so like the, those where, like where that happened. Like I've never had like something where it was that like near miss. Yeah. Like literally, no. if I had stayed in that spot for a second longer, like right. something that happened. I've had like tons no. of those tons of those in life and it's it's crazy it's like you feel it you feel like you feel the lights go out and then they come back on <laughs> like well, i mean like, like i'm trying to compare to like moments of like sheer adrenaline rush like i right. wonder if it feels if it feels like that like, it's like you're bracing it's, where... it's like you're bracing you're bracing for it you maybe close your eyes for a second saying all right that's it and then the lights come back on. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But <laughs> uh, uh, no, I, I never, I never had that. I never had that. I never had that feeling. But like, there's just this one crazy moment that keeps flashing in front of me, and mm-hmm. I was just like, where my adrenaline was like at peak, mm-hmm. and when I came out of it, like, I just felt like, yo. My friend's insane, and I shouldn't. I shouldn't be driving with this guy. But like, man, was that fun? Right. So like, we're on like a um on the highway, and it's like three lanes, right? Mm-hmm. And um, there was kind of like traffic because we were like, so my friend and I, we wanted to go get to this car show that was like probably like an hour away from where we live. Mm-hmm. And um, I just remember, like, and he at that time, he had a, like a lower, he had a BMW, like the newer one to mine was mm-hmm. same three series, but the newer mm-hmm. one to mine, the coupe. Yours is what? And I mean, he had uh, no 318. 318, okay. 318, so four cylinder, but mm-hmm. he had the um, 325, mm-hmm. and his own was modified, so it had a chip on there, it had like stainless steel headers, mm-hmm. and um. Like it was lower than it was just that thing was it just sounded like a beast. Mm-hmm. And I remember we're on the highway and we're like, 
yo, we, we relate, relate. Because he had like a, a prior appointment that was like 30 minutes away. So mm-hmm. on top of him being 30 minutes away and the places are always, that's like, oh, I'm 30. So he had to come pick me up, mm-hmm. which when he picks me up, we're not all away. And he wanted to get this, see this one race. Like we wanted mm-hmm. to see this one, because we're going to watch like a drift show. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see this one um, guy perform, one of these guys that he knows. And I remember like we're on the highway and we're coming up to some traffic, like all three lanes had a car in there. Mm-hmm. But there was in in um two other lanes, there was one car that was going towards like the, the out of the lane. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was like on the both of them were on like the white lines of the lane, and none mm-hmm. of them was in the middle. So there's this is gap in the middle. Mm-hmm. And my friend literally just like launched the car back down to like third gear from mm-hmm. fifth mm-hmm. and just had the rev limiter just going redlining and he just mm-hmm. took right through the two cars right. in a space because that is literally like not meant for a car to fit. Right. Because if any one of these people make a sun move and just literally just like even veer back properly to be centered in the lane, right. like we would have been crushed and there right. would have been a, a pile up. Right. And he literally just took it in that second and just right. blasted through the two cars. And I was just like, that never felt like a life. Or that, that never felt yeah. like death. To me. That felt yeah. like, yo, that felt like you just life. did something like life. <laughs> exactly. That felt like life. This was like, man, if we didn't do this, then we would have probably missed the event. Not, I mean, like missing the event is not going to cause death. But right. at that point, that was like the right move to split right. these two cars. Right. <laughs> But man, that was like the most. Like, I don't know. I had to share that story. That's no crazy. man. That's that's to this that's day is cool. like the best story that yeah. I have. Like a lot of people hear it and say, "Yo, you're crazy." I would never crazy. drive that guy. But like, yo, honestly, honestly, some of the craziest like driving experiences I've had was like with with Zion. Like with you know, like mm-hmm. I remember he was working, and I could for, tell you know, I like I look yeah. at him and I say, "Yo, he's definitely the one." That yeah. was like just the road with no yeah. remorse. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember, I don't know. He was probably like 18, 17, 16, 17, 18 at the time. He was mad young still. Just got his license, more or less. And um he was working for like this guy. So he w- would, you know, he would have his car like you know to, to move around and stuff like that. And it was like, um, I'm not going to say it. I don't want to give give it away. <laughs> but like, he would kind of like steal away with the car for, because like the car was just to be used for the business purpose. But like, mm-hmm. he would kind of like steal away with it and take it different places. So, so recreational. Like, he was so like, we would, we would do road. We're like, you know, he would go, you know, to, to you know, check different people out, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and go visit friends here and there. So I remember, like, there was a time we were we had traveled all the way from Mandeville to Saint Elizabeth. I'm not sure if you know where Appleton, the the rum factory. Yeah, yes, exactly. I so know. there was there was a place called Thornton that we had gone to, and the drive from the drive from Mandeville to to there is about like an hour's drive doing normal speed and you maybe can squeeze it into 30 minutes but i remember like 
like my eldest brother called us and was asking him where where are you and he said he was downtown mandible so <laughs> i don't want to hear so like the there's a part from there's a part from like magati where the hydro the hydroelectric dam is and there's mm-hmm. a place i think it's called rice peace hill on the way to like another park called newton and i remember like through most of the way from from there up i was just seeing like a hole i was just seeing like a tunnel it was night it was dark night i was just seeing like a tunnel and he was just like he was murdering it and obviously he's young he's a teenager he's not thinking about dying right there and you know and he's just like squeezing it and he's just going because he he just wants to get back on time and at that time i was just like all right what what am i going to do like all right i'm not going to i'm not going to like make a big deal i'm not going to quarrel i'm not going to like say slow down like i'm just like all right we're in it let me just like mm-hmm. let me just like sit back and enjoy this yeah if, if today's my day today's you know, my day it was right? not crazy like i swear well let me not swear but I can almost like be 100% sure that that journey took us like 30 minutes or less when it usually takes an hour and it's at night where you know visibility is not great. Yeah. And he like yo he tore up the road not kidding. You know like just and we got there and you know like we got there in time and like my brother was like oh it was like nothing cuz you know we we got back in record time but i'll never forget that day like all i was seeing like the entire journey was just like tunnel 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 vision you know it's just yeah, like a wormhole anything <laughs> it was just like a wormhole you know and Man. obviously he got there and he because like i'm probably more of the introspective type so like i'll i can see like i can see the consequences like from a thousand miles off and I usually try to avoid things that are avoidable, you know, but like mm-hmm. he sometimes is more of in the moment kind of person. And he's not really like, he's not really thinking about, yo, this can happen or that can happen. Like it's, yo, it's already late. And I, I can force myself into that mode. Like after I saw that, like he was speeding and I was like, oh, it is what it is now. <laughs> There's no, no turning I'm, back. I'm- I have a one one of my friends that don't yeah. try to speed with him. Do not yeah. try to speed yeah. with him. This man will give you a lecture yeah. that will, and he'll make you feel so bad. Yeah. <laughs> by the time by the time you're done driving him, you're like, yo, never drive yeah. with you again. Yeah. Right. Because I, I I mean, like, I don't I don't want to say, yeah, I generally drive faster than the average person. Like uh mm-hmm. For me, I just slow driving was never my thing, but I'm I'm mm. not like a I don't think I would have made that 30 minutes. Give mm-hmm. me like 40 minutes. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done the 30. Right. right. I definitely because like that's right. so like I'm thinking of where you're talking about and mm. to do 30 minutes going down Spare it's Tree insane. Hill, like yeah. you are basically yeah. flying, yeah, flat yeah. flying. Yeah. Because yeah. usually it would take us like 30 minutes from santa cruz to mandeville like my daddy would like you know with traffic and stuff during the the, the week days so obviously mm-hmm. at night there's less traffic on the road so it's a little bit you can go out a little bit faster but 30 minutes is still pushing it you know 
like, yeah, like most, I remember there was a time, like after we had gotten like married, like I, I got married, like there was a time where, um, you know, we're in Portland and it was night again, it was night and he was like racing, he was like doing a, you know, road race in Portland with like another friend. <clears throat> <laughs> and like shows us in the car and she was like she's like slow down slow down i just got married it's <laughs> like oh my this the last one this is yeah, you know because <laughs> you know, like she was in the car and like you know yo because that's just he's not thinking about the consequences in that moment he's just thinking like yo i'm in the moment right now i'm doing a street race yo like, let me live let me live yeah, let me live let me you know live. And so does he like have like a tuna car that he's working on or just like i mean there's a gets time you, is his um i think there was a time where um he he was working on like uh um no he, he had cars that he would work on and so forth but nothing mm. much he's just like just a guy who likes to like to to speed you know uh impatient when it comes down to the road so yeah you know no so does you think he has road rage like no no i just just like speeding for the most part, though, like, I'm like, yo, I came here to visit Jamaica. I have plans to go back. I have things to do in Argentina. So just take it easy. I want to get back there. You know, like, you can yeah. kill off yourself when... Because here's here's the, th- the, the thing. Like, I'm a guy, I like speeding. And I love that kind of stuff. But I've seen too many people, like, pass that I was mad close to. Like, I don't know if you remember, like, De La Pena. Like yeah, so I was gonna bring, I'm gonna bring him up. I was just gonna bring him up because like, like you knew Mark, right? Yeah, because like Mark went to high school with me first, and then he, he went also to went to high school with me. He went to Belier afterwards because yeah. like when I was in like first or second form, like he was mad close. Like he was yo chill dude, mad chill, mad chill, mad calm. Mm-hmm. And like when I was in high school, and like yo Mark crashed, and that yo that hit me hard, man. That hit me so hard. And like seeing the car, Yo, cause, it hit me mad hard. You know, you know who else hit like, me hard? I, I, like, yeah, go on, go on. No, I was just watching the transformation of the car and like how much work yeah. they put into the car. And he used to like, you know, Bert Bellier have that like front entrance. So like you right. come in from like uh, Villa Road, going right. back up the car track that way. And right. he would just like zoom, zoom. Right. I was like, all right, right, right. all right, this guy's ready, this guy's ready. So right. I had full confidence that yo, this man know what he's doing. And then right. when I heard how it happened, I was just like, right. man, right? Because it wasn't even in Mandeville, though. It was like, no, it wasn't. It was like Fern Gully or something like that, right? Yeah, he like he was going on like the north coast, right? Right. I think in Fern Gully, and going around some corner and like yeah. And I guess there's a, a bump on the corner and the car like he, the car like mount like jumped up in the air and just right. like it couldn't go around the corner and just went up and like when yeah. you when you have those Honda Civic at like high rev them things like yeah. a bullet in them. Yeah. And, like, and plus that car is like and it just like flew off the room. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That was crazy. That was crazy, man. Yeah, but like, who you're gonna touch on as well? No, it's like like even like um suki i'm not sure if you like you remember suki that again and the girls i don't remember their names but like the girls. I, I i thought i i've spoken to all of those girls i knew all those girls like yeah. one of them was my friend's cousin yeah um one of them was close 
supposed to like one of them was actually there's a girl at DC that I used to leave Billy and go talk to, and like yeah. she was like one of like the main catalysts for like hooking it up and like right, right. even remember her and like her friend like it was just like man yeah like if you guys just not said like there's just too many things that could have happened in there but like that yeah. was depressing i was already yeah, in man. canada when that happened yeah that was man depressing because like they like it happened like because I, I used to live at like um cedar grove housing scheme which was like what the next street away from like the university so when it happened like mm-hmm. we were there when the blaze were, was still like going like we heard the explosion and went there and yeah it was crazy 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 like from for weeks and months it was just like my meds was like well you know and seeing like the pictures of the girls and yo stuff honestly like, that, that one that one hit home to me yeah i knew them too and because like i was i was just remembering a while ago like you went to high school with like danique you know like before she yeah, became exactly. like a, a, a singer or stuff like that she would like come to Dinique, like funny enough Dinique was like my first real crush you know yeah yeah <laughs> yeah Dinique was my first grade seven I remember she just come Bel Air right and like Dinique was like my first real crush that was like funny yeah, yeah I remember like yeah. she would she was like friends with like um with um Denise I'm not sure if I remember Denise Denise Anderson yeah yeah I also talked to Denise Anderson too. I also tried to get with her. Well, cause stop naming up my, my list of people, man. <laughs> so like they would like they would come to like where I would work at like Fentech. Like would you know they would come there and hang out? Cause like yo everybody like Fentech was like a cool spot. Like a bunch of like cool people would, like come through there. You know mm-hmm. like you'd fix computers for like all sorts of people there too, and like they'll come there and hang out and you know like um and yeah like. I remember, like, I I just, I remember those girls, too, because they would come through, you know, sometimes, you know, like, because, like, DC, Bellier people would always, like, you know, you know, they were all, Mandeville was, like, so weird in the sense that it was just, like, cliques of people, like, all over, you know, people who would go to, like, ATI together and, you know. Exactly. It was, exactly. it was mad, it was mad crazy in that sense, like, oh, people with, like, this whole, like, American mentality and American... I think it got a lot, a lot freer after I left because, like, we didn't actually, like, towards, like, my last year there, which was, like, yeah. um, lower six. Right. Yeah, like, people were, we were still, Bellier people were still just, like, to themselves. Right, right, yeah. And we are like, slowly opening up to the other schools. Yeah, Bellier was, like, the snobby, the snobby kid in the room. I was, like... Exactly, you know, exactly. Too too cool for school, you know, like, nicer than everybody else, you know. Exactly, like, oh, exactly, are, exactly. We are Bellier. We are. We are Bellier. The Bellier. Even though we weren't great at anything, but, like... Yeah, like, the grades sucked, but, you know, like, it was a still, like, a posh school because, like, the rich exactly. people would go there, you know. I was just remembering that, like, you went to high school with, like, with, with Danique, you know. Like, I remember when she was just, like, budding her career, like, she was just starting out, and, you know, it was after, like, a rough start, you know, like. No, I wasn't there for that. I had left. Yeah. I had left yeah. by that time. Yeah, because, like, 2009, I graduated from high school in 2008, and you were gone by that time. Mm-hmm. But I was like already around that scene in like 2006, 
before you know it was Compute Works at the time at Willowgate. Like Willowgate was like a big. Yeah, I remember Compute Works. Was it because there's an acre and bookstore there? I'm trying to remember. Compute Works was like upstairs beside no. like a cell phone repair shop. Willowgate, am I mixing it up? Willowgate, 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 Willowgate. I think a- I think Acorn Bookstore wasn't that at um Villa at Road Farm. Villa, Villa Mall. Or... Oh, so okay. Oh, yeah, Villa Mall. Oh, so Willow Willowgate would have been where sports like... and games is. Right. Um Willowgate was from that road where like that behind like... Manchester High. Um, yeah, it's it's behind Manchester High. So it's okay, like so right that's where the sports and from games. where from like where um the cartridge had a road that would lead up to that as well. And then, yes. you know, Bishop Gibson had, you know, would, exactly. would lean onto there. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like we would, we would like, you know, people would go there all the time because people would go next door to the phone. Uh, there was a phone repair store um, beside, beside Compute Works. So people would go, it's like get their phone fixed and come over to our shop or, come to you know it was like a cross cross exchange kind of thing um but you know and then beside it to to the right of it was there was like an internet cafe and you know like um they would also do like photo you know photoshop stuff for people and print stuff and you know so it was um it was called a real cafe at the time so it was real cafe it was computers and then you had david beetle um you know phone repairs um kind of stuff and yo mad blackberries would like come through that time like mad blackberries you know imagine the people with it <laughs> yeah blackberry craze but like yeah oh, money. blackberry screen wash up need a new screen da, da, da. yeah like, yeah you might stop work need a new keypad yeah the, it was it was crazy like also like the you remember the some of the first um blackberries had like the trackball so like yes. sometimes that would go bad and you know like to get that too much dirt build up so the sensor stuff works so right right but it was crazy man those those were some fun days man like a lot of people passed through there yeah that's nice that's nice because yeah. the only thing i remember about mandeville was going to raquel to go play video games and Raquel's oh, yeah. was by Hurry Hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from the top loaf there. Right, right, before right. Before Right, before Bashko went there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and going to Raquel's and just playing. That was like, we'd, we'd literally take a, have Mr. Thompson maths class on the weekend. And then yeah, yeah. Oh, there were so many class. people that went to that, that guy's maths class. He was like the guy. Legendary. Yeah, yeah legendary. Yeah. Brian yeah. went to him and then I went to him. Yeah. Yeah, and even... What I never saw him the last time I went down, but like the year before that, when I went down, I saw I went to his house and saw him, and he had lost weight and he had the, still had the bug there, but like he had gotten a new car, right? Like, and he was teaching Max class. See me, I'm just like, yo, Mister T, it's like been like 13 years and you still have this operation going. He's like, yeah, I'm just like, oh wow, right? So yeah, no, but everyone would go to him. It was either him or Mister Lily. Yeah, right, right. Yo, you know, it's funny, Mr. Lily, for example, his son started like working, you know, working with us at some point, and he would actually live in our housing scheme. Um, you know, he would, 
at the time i think he had like a black bluebird at the time mm-hmm. but yeah it was it's, you know life is so crazy so so funny yeah but i think that's where like the the the, the billier stigma broke down it was it was started by mr thompson and the math class because that math class would invite like other students to come yeah. in you know, people from monroe hampton bishop from right. all walks of life coming into right. Belair and that kind of broke down the walls, you know. Right, a lot of people, yeah, like you said, other people, um, you call it, you know, started to, um, to to hang out because of those maths class classes. Because like I had friends who, a bunch of friends who, um, you know, went to bishops and you know they they went to that maths class and then people from Victor Dixon as well went to that maths class, you know. So it was just. A lot, a lot of like crossover happened there. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. No man, I, that, like, honestly, so those were the simple days, man. Of taking taxi from Bel Air, going to the, going to um, go go down uptown Mandeville, and then walk well go downtown, and then no go uptown, and then walk from uptown go uh, go play video game at Rackel. If you mm-hmm. want to get your haircut, get your haircut, and then go mm-hmm. walk all the way down to like. Yeah. Elite Mall or or uh, right. the shopping center right. and just yo and I just remember I remember yeah I remember well I would get my haircut at um Super Plus Center or at well I want one point it was at um what's that name there's a a place or a plaza beside um Super Plus Center um Banco Mall Banco Mall. Right, the barbershop right, was upstairs. The barbershop was yeah. upstairs, but no, they had moved. Like I think after you left, they had moved to Super Plus Center, which was the other one on the other side. The not so cool one. Yeah, where um, thing there was what's that shoe store name? Jeez, and it's this lady that owned it, and it was like a big shoe store. Yeah, like... I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about, but it's not going to my head either. Yeah, so. Yeah, whatever that store was, <laughs> they had they had like they moved it over to that side. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's like, yeah, I remember that, and you know, obviously, there was there was nothing really to do in Mandeville. To be honest, like Mandeville was like such a boring place. But gee, you guys, <laughs> that's 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 the thing, like. I don't know, man. From from my generation, from my group of friends, that was like going uptown, going yeah. downtown, and when it was yeah. um when thing there was, um when they used to have what they call it at Elite Mall. Forget what it is. They had like a, a club section underneath the bottom there where um Junior Low had his um eight seven six foods or or something where he had his uh-huh. restaurant uh-huh. they used to have this party um teen jam they right. used to have teen jam underneath there <laughs> i imagine like leaving math class the, on the road at the video game shop up uptown then yeah. going on from raquel just par around shopping center for as long as possible till yeah. till um teen jam start at like around six o'clock but the thing is, the thing is, like, Mandeville was mostly just, like, hanging out with friends, just just kicking it. There was nothing much really to do, honestly. No, like, man. When Teen Jam came into play, like, there was things to do, man. Like, Teen <laughs> Jam, you're going to link up with your friends at Teen Jam. Yeah, like, but, like, <laughs> that's it, dude. Like, it's not like you're going to, like, 
the carting like later on some places had like paintball here and there or some carts like i think at new green or something like that but deal there was almost nothing to do like man it was mad boring it's just like it was just I mean, friends going to eat yeah, and true. like right. kicking it at Bancos mall or going down to elite mall and walking around and probably trying to like spit game or whatever. exactly <laughs> exactly i remember yeah. one time we ended up down at um elite mall and there's this um usual like homeless guy that would always like <laughs> that would always just go and like give him money and um mm-hmm. I remember one time we never had money and he had asked us for money and my friend had like some some like silk, like some red coin on him. Mm-hmm. And like this, my friend showed it to him, like, this is all I have and in his hand. And this mm-hmm. little guy literally took two steps back and said, like, pitch it to me. Yeah. <laughs> so my friend pitched it to him and he started like swinging after it. It was just like, all right, yeah, this doesn't seem right. I think we should leave, you know. I think we should leave. I think this this has ended. Yeah. And even one of the most notorious um homeless men like that was downtown. I don't know if you remember Rackler. Oh yeah, Rackler. Like, may soul, so yeah, may soul rest in peace. Like, yeah. He was even one, he was one for us, you know, man. Like yeah, we go down there reason, like people just like reasoning with Rackler, like yeah, yeah, like it was nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, man. I mean, like, I have some really cool memories because, like, I obviously I moved to Mandeville like 05, and I was there till like 2010, so I was there like five years, um, living like in Mandeville. But, like, those are some of like, my fondest memories because, like, I like friends of mine like lived mad close, so you know, like, before that, before moving to Mandeville to live, you know you would be there during the day and then you'd go home. So you wouldn't really get time to kick it with your friends on weekends. Like you probably like kick it after school for a little bit, but mm-hmm. you know, and then there was a time when we started living there. So, you know, I'd start hanging out more with like our friends and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, those are some really fun times still. It was like really my dope. No, definitely. Definitely. Like I, I definitely miss, miss, that piece of money, but when I go back to Mandeville, no man is like, I want to leave, I want to go to Kingston immediately. Man, <laughs> like, Kingston just have a different, like, you just feel the vibe when you're in Kingston, like, you just, yeah, when you're in Kingston, you, you just can't sit still, but when you're in Mandeville, man, you just like, yo, man, <laughs> the days just like going by and by and not doing nothing, yeah, yeah. The, the cool the thing I always like about Mandeville, obviously, was the, the calm and the obviously for when you want it to become and the coolness like it was mad cool i was like that. yes yes you, like you wake up the, the evenings are cool and the mornings the are, cool. are yeah, yeah exactly and you just say yeah, yeah this is nice and the, the shade is cool it's not like over exactly here, over here the shade is hot montego bay the shade is hot because like most of the times when we're back in jamaica we're in montego bay so you know it there's there's more to do even though i don't really you know sort out too much over there yeah but you know like mandeville mandeville still like is like a very special place for me because like i remember like roaming around you know the place fisher um fisher road and those places you know like i remember because yeah, like, i had a lot of friends that lived yeah. off fisher road and like godfrey land so like yeah, yeah i was in that area a lot so 
yeah yeah like god freelance like i'll go around there quite often too like i had a friend who lived that like Chesterton Drive and like Jackson Drive and I go around Waltham often as well. Okay. I'd like I'd I'd friends who lived around um you know where where our uncle like has the new place mm-hmm. like around that side too like you know I feel like I like a couple of times I'd gone around Country Drive but like I don't think I remember exactly where the house was so like I was just like oh, I know that you guys are somewhere on here but you yeah. Know. <laughs> I mean, you're goodly past it, and you don't even know. I know, man. If I'd passed it, I would have known, because like, you don't I, know? Okay. yeah, I couldn't forget like the Mister Colors house. Like, it was pretty exactly. iconic, and your gate too. Like, with like, it's like up here, and like, in, you have to. I remember what it, there was like. You had to go down to where it was, because like the the road was higher than the house. Started. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. So exactly. yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was. That was mad interesting. Yo, yeah. we've done like two hours. Jeez. All right, that's it. That's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Basic people over and out. Tune in next week for more. Really basic. That I working. Uh-oh.